Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fresh Air Podcast, man. It's Money Monday. We're here with our boy, Justin Waller, man. By the way, he left his cowboy hat. That's what we're like. <laughs> Yo, I couldn't hey, find you mean, it. You mean cowboy hat? He's a cowboy hat. Yeah. Uh, guys, just so y'all know, the new intro, it's finally fucking yeah. right now. Chris fucking up in the back as usual. <laughs> what else is new? Let's go, All right, guys. Check his new intro right now. Let's go. Hell. All right, we're back. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Fresh and Fit Podcast, man. Hope y'all like that new intro. It took forever. Listen, love you in the chat for that intro. We wanted fire. to make sure that it was uh, it was good. I think I might have been my name might have spelled wrong at the end, but whatever. We'll figure that out. Our guy's Puerto Rican as hell, so he can't spell anything, guys. That did it. Um, but uh, quick announcement before we get into the show, guys. Uh, number one, patreon.com slash fresh fit. Get all the behind the scenes content there, okay? Number two, we're no longer on um, Anchor, guys. We're now on Megaphone. Megaphone. If you want to listen to the pod audio, go ahead and check us out on Megaphone. We got two different links. They're both below one for fresh and fit, one for fresh and fit after hours, okay? So if you want to listen to us on the go, while you're in Uber, maybe uh, at work, whatever it may be, just make sure you wear headphones so you don't get fired at your job. Also, check us out on Discord, discord.gg slash fresh and fit. Get the merch, freshandpodcaststore.com. Speaking of Discord, we got one of the members here yes. in the studio. Yes. Poppy Too Fresh. Yeah, shout out to him. Yep. He's in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, guys, um, check out our other YouTube channels called Fresh Fit Clips. On there, we post, you know, two shorts per day and three clips per day. All the best parts of the show that you guys want to check out if you don't have time to watch a full-on pod. And then also, get the merch, guys. Fresh your uh, vlog. Yeah. Guys, behind the scenes, man, vlog channel is up. Thank you so much because we just hit 100K. Appreciate everyone for supporting uh, something to the channel. What's next is 500K, then one mil. So let's go, guys. Bam. Um, and go check out my channel, guys, Fed1811. I just did the takedown, takeoff breakdown uh, yesterday where we identified two of the potential shooters that you know were involved in that shooting. Um, and I'm also going to drop the uh, Bin Laden's, the, actually the 9-11 conspiracy reaction this Thursday. So um, I'm 1,000 away from yeah, I'm 1,000 away from 100K, guys. So go ahead and subscribe to Fed1811. Help me hit 100K. So that way we can have five channels at over 100,000 yep. so we can flex on all the fucking haters. Let's do it. Talk shit. So, um, yeah, but, but you know, fuck all that, man. We got a special guest in the house. We got Justin, Justin Waller, Waller in the fucking house. Legend. Yeah. yeah, we know who the hell you are. Matter of fact, we're tired of you at this point. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> that's our fucking homie, man. Can you introduce yourself to the people, bro, just in case uh, they've been living under a rock and yep. don't know who you are? 
Absolutely. I'm the creator of White Boy Music. And <laughs> Got his ass when he came in. I was in here without you playing country music. And he's like, fuck, how'd, you, make, how'd you make it in here? I'm like, keto, bitch. It's like three white guys at a table. <laughs> so so like three white podcast. Yeah, sounds like the beginning of like a really corny joke. So three white guys walk into a podcast. Uh, Jay Waller. Uh, Jay Waller on YouTube. Jay Waller 7 on Instagram. I have a channel about everything developmental for young men, any man. Uh, for that matter. And um, yeah, I'm tired of you motherfuckers too. But let's do it anyway. <laughs> Facts. Listen, man, Justin. He was we, with us the entire Europe trip. Dude, dude it was awesome. I'm not going to lie. What up, Justin? We would have yeah, been trip, trash. bro. Yeah, that like, you made trash. the trip so cool, so like safe, bro. Like, you knew your shit, bro. And like, Thanks for you because without you, bro, we would have got lost. Facts in London and Romania. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going back to Europe without you. Hell no. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm good. That's fire. Yeah, man. I had a great time myself, bro. Like, yeah. You know, Europe doesn't get old. I could do without London. Yeah. yeah. London fair. is trash for yeah. society. But, yeah. The, 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 the takes were 100% right. I was Absolutely. like, like before I went, I was like, you know what? It ain't that bad, bro. Nah. Let's go check this shit out. Dude, the weather's there, depressing. The girls at mid. I was yeah. like, it's like, bro, yeah. nope. food is there. 10 o'clock, yeah. everything is closing down. No offense to all my UK brethren out there. Remind them. Um, but yeah. yeah, London was not lit at all. I was like, yo, this is supposed to be a major world city. Bro. Like, Miami's where is that, bro? Just, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, man. Without King Ranch, man, like he made my trip talking about football, bro. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But outside of that, I could do without London for sure, man. Mm-hmm. So Dubai, uh, though, dude, you've been to Dubai with the Tates. How was that? Uh, bro, it's always good, man. Yeah, I, tell us what's been good, what you've been up to, man. You've been you've been all over the place, you know, wheeling, dealing, Jeff flying, limousine riding, horse riding. You, yeah, yeah, ride a horse to a limo. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So I was in Dubai. Um, had had to do some stuff over there. Um, business that, uh, stuff. Business stuff. And uh, yeah, man, had a good time with Andrew and Tristan. Wouldn't hung out with them. You know, that's never that never gets old. You know, obviously, we all work together on a daily basis. So, um, it's always it's always good to see my guys. Man. So we heard that Andrew Tr- and Tristan bamboozled you, or how do you say it? Bamboozled you into buying something. What did they tell you to buy? <sighs> man, they got me, bro. They got me on peer pressure, dude. I bought a I bought a seven bedroom villa with a private beach and an infinity pool. It's bad. Oh, all the haters saying that uh, yeah. Justin's a scammer in the fucking the chat yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, there you go. They're flexing on him. Um, yo, that that uh, fuck you. Now I'm jealous. Yeah, <laughs> it's sick. And I showed you the pictures, man. Yeah, yeah it, no, it's, it's legit. Well, it's actually, legit, it's my room. We got a place to stay for free. Yeah, we so, go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's man. a W for us. Hey. Sweet. Yo, you thought it was silly, you? I think you're rent. I'm going to tell you. It is, it is what it is, man. I'd have to pull a hell of a wrangle to fill that motherfucker up. It is huge. So, yeah, no, that, uh, it's, it's beautiful. I, I saw it, man. It's, it's yeah, great clean. stuff. And so now ju- we, we don't got to pay for no hotel. Hell no. You know, and the joke, and the joke is because the they bring me up there, right? And the joke is when they bring me in the room, they bring me into their sales guy who they bought their shit from. And, uh, Tristan's over there like, yep, and I get to wave at you with my coffee. <laughs> and so from across the lagoon, we'll be jet skiing to each other. He's going to come, you know, pull up in a pirate hat and say he's robbing me and shit. It's nice. Yeah, because they're in the same area, right? So, Oh, yeah, yeah. you can see his shit from they my shit. Yeah. yeah, that's, no, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's so, awesome, man. Disclosed location. I can't I can't disclose the location. Yeah, of course. But, but it's, it's, uh, it's not a shabby area. Put it to you it's like legit. That. It's legit. In fact, I think the amenities are, are just as impressive at the, as the houses. If Can you tell us what it is like living in Dubai versus Miami, you think? Like, what's the difference between America and Dubai? Yeah, so I, I think, like, Dubai is the Miami of the future. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Um, it's cleaner. It's safer. I think the technology is a bit better. Um, the girls? 
just as good, except the difference is a lot of them are European, you uh-huh. know, so you don't have, I think that you have a better chance at getting a main girl in mm. Dubai. Okay. Because yeah. you're going to pull an Eastern European girl, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think girls are there on agenda in the same way. I just think the 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 basic cloth of the girl is better. Yeah, right. From an upbringing perspective, do they have, do they have the same concentration of as uh, like Bro, the amount of hot, hot girls as we I, have here? We have I, a lot here in, in a low in a small geographic area, which is what makes Miami good. Like a lot of them are trash, but they're hot at least, and there's a lot of them. I think there's hotter women, like as far as volume mm-hmm. goes, probably here. But yes, okay. In Miami, however, worth anything. However, there's no drop off. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. just think they're like, I just don't think they're as dense. Um, and then a lot of times I think you're, you know, you have a, a lot more sand gets imported to that beach. Mm, yeah, of course. And, you know what I'm yeah, saying? For sure. But I mean, dude, it's, I mean, if you want to bring a girl in from Eastern Europe, we're talking about like a hundred dollar flight, bro. Is it? it? It's not expensive. Strike That's that. one thing uh, that I noticed is that here in the United States, we'd be jipping each other when it comes to like traveling interstate. Like mm-hmm. when we were in Europe, remember it, it only cost us a hundred bucks to go from Romania to, from London to Romania. And then yeah, back. it was cheap. It was it was wild. I was like, Unless oh, you fly with this is why Europeans <laughs> travel like easily throughout, you know, yeah. Europe versus yeah. here. Oh, it's like, bro, you want to go to California? That. It's like a thousand bucks. You're like, what yeah. the hell? Bro, Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long hours. And, yeah. yeah. And it's far, too. Yeah. yeah. But, so but uh, yeah, man. I, and it's not I'll put it to you like this. If it's it's 80 percent. I mean, I don't know the numbers on the girls, but mm-hmm. it feels like it's 80 percent the same amount of girls. OK. And 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 so maybe a few less, but I, I'd say just as attractive. OK. Yeah. Beautiful cool. women. Beautiful women. In Dubai. Yeah. And I mean, uh, and I've heard this from a couple of people. And I, I know, you know, Tristan and Andrew both speak very highly of uh, Dubai as far as like the safety goes. Like there's like no crime. People would like leave their doors Bro, unlocked and all this. You could leave your stuff. watch in Starbucks all day and it would move. Meanwhile, wow. you leave your wallet at the gym and it gets stolen like oh, me. Yeah. God damn Roger it. Pulley. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Damn, dude. Bro, I Stupid. lost my wallet too. We both lost our wallets the same week. Bro, shit. Stupid. What's going on Ridiculous, here, bro? Stupid. Yeah, you can't bro. leave shit around in Miami. I would say Dubai. Dubai. Chris. Dubai is just as good as Miami. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Or like, uh, yeah. Damn. There's different things to love about them both, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, they're very, very similar in the fact that people are going there. And it's probably motivating, too, because you got people, uh, you know, so on the money side, like you got people there that they're there for a reason. Typically, the networking is there. Yeah. Yeah. Networking, networking? is absolutely there. Absolutely. You said my trigger words. Networking. I'm networking there. is in Dubai for mm. sure. For sure. I got to meet Steven Seagal, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah Andrew brought sick. me to bre- meet Steven Seagal. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was lit. No, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like it, Andrew's hanging out with shakes and like movie stars and all kinds of shit over there man you know how do you compete with that though i mean like people what on a data market like you can't compete with a shake yeah bro but i mean they want to hang out with andrew bro because he ha- he has influence and mm, they have yeah. money and so um, yeah i think they want to be around him so they're bringing him everywhere I mean, as if he fucking needs it but you understand what i'm saying yeah bro. it's not it's it's not like you against a shake once you're in the room with him and y'all are boys he's like oh here take a couple of russians i mean it's nothing yeah you know that, they, that, they got it like that the one thing i've noticed uh you know as we've kind of like gotten a little bit more popular is that like people that have money a lot of the times a lot they're unknown and they they want the influence they want to be around yeah. certain types you of people you can't buy that you can't you can't buy that you yeah can't buy it. there's yeah. a lot of guys that are like rich as hell or super successful and you would never know you know bro. i was with andrew for like three days and he must have had four or five people come to see him to talk to him about people that just really really wanted to meet him very powerful people and they're just trying to figure out how to schedule it all wow you know so i mean 
but I think I think you're exactly right. It, yeah. Once it gets to you can have you can be worth billions of dollars, and at some point it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. You know, at at some point you're gonna want to have influence because again, it all comes back down to if you don't have influence and money and everything else put together, it's hard to get women. And I, even those older guys that have all this power and money, yeah, they still need influence. That's to, why I to, always differentiate status and and money because yeah. you can you can like have like you obviously money will take you to a certain level status wise, but then actual influence is a whole other thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's so it's it so there's there's rich guy. And then, and then, if you're a nerd, to break away from being a rich nerd, you have to have some kind of influence, yeah, and some kind of power, and some kind of respect amongst men. Mm. And and I think that a lot of people that are trying to touch Andrew, particularly, or anybody, mm-hmm. you, you, yeah. you know, wh- whoever, whoever it is out there that has influence, people want to have a piece of that because it's intangible. You can't buy it. You absolutely can't buy it. So we always say, if you have one trait as a man. To get the most access to women, what is it? Yeah, Clout. status by far. Yeah, hundred uh, yeah, percent. Yeah. Broke, you could be out of shape. It don't matter. It's yeah. the status. If there's one amplifier, you know, because there, there's like multiple amplifiers. You got the money, then you got the status, then you get you know game or whatever. If you had to just pick one, yeah, that would make you the most well-rounded to the most girls, it would be status, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, we tell you on this podcast, yeah, you gotta get all of it. All of it. If you only got status, then girls are gonna just use you. I mean, look at how many YouTubers we know that have a YouTube girlfriend and she uses them for the for the status and gets the fuck out of there. Facts. So you gotta know what the hell you're doing. But if there's just like I just want, I, I just need, you can only pick one amplifier, it would definitely be. Um, that status, which is, you know, it's kind of gay, but it sucks. It is what it is. Well, yeah. I think that's the problem getting status too early. A lot, a lot of times a YouTuber and stuff, he hadn't built himself up in all those other yep. ways. So he gets status through the platform, but then he's empty inside and that bubble gets popped. Yep. And I think that's very dangerous. That's why it's so important for guys um, to like, because there's so many of these guys that like, you know, made money off crypto, become rich, rich um, at 20 or, they, yeah, or whatever. And it's like, or they became famous off YouTube, or whatever. And they didn't have like a job before or whatever. And this is kind of where we were talking about this, where, a lot of these like content creators, like they don't have a solid base of like masculinity because they didn't go through any pain, the struggle There's or the no pain, pain, right? To yeah. like yeah. build themselves, they got the money quick at a young age, and it's like you didn't learn these certain lessons in life. Which you know, I thank God all the time that I didn't become a millionaire until I was thirty-one because right. I, I matured from being on the job with the government, uh, learned a lot of life lessons that I would have never learned otherwise. Um, from being a being Division One athlete, et cetera, because you're you're D one athlete yep. too, former. So that stuff builds you up into becoming a certain type of guy. And then when you do get the money, you're able to enjoy it much more and appreciate it because number one, you busted your ass to get it, and number two, you've built up certain characteristics that are indispensable that you need in life. In Paranoia general. being one of those, yeah. Because I mean, like a lot of times in your career, there's ups and downs. Yeah. So there would be times in my career where I'd I'd hit a lick, bro. I'd make like six figures in a few weeks on a yeah. job. Yep. And I'd be feeling good, 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 and then I just lose it all somewhere else yeah you know and getting hit in the face in that way it it reminds you that hey even though you're doing good today you can lose tomorrow mm-hmm. and, and i think that's a very important part of keeping moving forward yeah you know it's that fear it's like you know you sleep with an eye open in a way not that you're always paranoid but you have to respect the fact that there's good times and bad times yeah and if you've been through things in your career i think that's a very healthy place to be because you live inside the reminder of the reality that yeah. you can win but you can also fucking yeah lose. and there's a stream with aiden ross and and Andrew, and you can see the parallels between having money when you're young versus when you work towards it and you become older with money. It's totally different. So it's there in our faces every single day. And honestly, yeah. I really wanted to bring this up because we got a lot of young guys here mm. that you guys might be listening to this conversation like, man, I could never picture like doing this or having this kind of money or whatever. For all the young guys out there, there's nothing wrong with struggling in your teens and your 20s and busting your ass to get to a certain level and then getting your money up as you get older. Because yeah. guys, 
the measurement of you being a man is being able to overcome adversity and overcoming the struggle. Like you, you must struggle as a man. I don't care what nobody fucking says. It's going to make you a better individual. And if you guys don't believe me, look at all these content creators that are young and got their money young. Eh, it's not the same. It's, it's just not the same. You, 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 the reason why Andrew is so respected guys is because he's been through the fire four time kickboxing world champion, uh, been through the bullshit, been poor, Rose up. Everyone likes to see the hero's journey. But when you've never been on that journey, you're not able you're not able to draw from certain experiences. And that doesn't make you as an interesting person, mm. you know. And I think that's why so many people gravitate towards him. They gravitate towards guys like us because we came into this YouTube stuff way later on, you know, after we already had a professional career starting businesses, maybe being in law enforcement tech, whatever it was. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just very important. And so just guys, don't don't be scared. Right to struggle a little bit in your 20s as a guy. This, this is just what life is. You know, you're not a woman. You don't get the privilege of, you know, being a bimbo and not being able to accomplish anything and still being around rich people and having a certain lifestyle. As a man, you must perform. And there's nothing wrong with that. And actually, making mistakes is very important because if you don't make mistakes up front, how do you learn to progress and adapt? Because even as in business, you're, you're going to make mistakes. You have a learning curve. If you don't go through that process, then how can you become better? How can you have a, a well, well, you know what it is? It's more like if you got business running for yourself, you're gonna have issues. If you don't want to do issues coming up, they're gonna be way bigger ones in the future. So it's like you gotta water water the plants, go through the fire, but at the same time understand, look, I'm gonna fail a couple of times, but I'm gonna get back up and keep going. That's pretty much it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh I can hit some of these chats real chats? quick. There was something I was gonna say that I, I lost my train of thought when we were talking about earlier, Justin, but hopefully it'll come back to me. Mm. Uh uh, Fluffy Bush goes, ladies, do you think, oh no, This. Uh, thanks to Justin for meeting up with us in NOLA a while back for a photo shoot slash lunch. A girl tried to force me to delete the pics from my IG because she saw you with FNF and, F and Tate. Blocked her and never responded. Appreciate everything y'all do for us. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. that bitch. <laughs> Let me try and. Yeah, bro. I, I, you know, if you guys knew how many girls mess, you're friends with Andrew. Oh my God. I'm like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, yo, I'm not like yo, gonna... Have you ever met him? Yeah. This, this, be quiet. Yeah. You don't know him. I know him personally. Yeah, TikTok. Bro. Yeah, bro. That shit. If girl says some stupid shit like that, I'm like, get the fuck out of my face, man. Uh, Martin, add this, <laughs> like, yo, that shit, like, it's, it's ridiculous to me how, like, girls will sit there and be like, Oh, you're friends with him? I'm like, okay, what do you actually disagree with? Yeah. Uh, uh, I just know he's a massage. All right, name one massage. I saw a clip. Uh, 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 they don't know what the fuck to say. And I'm just like, bro, like, get the fuck like, out of oh, here, He's man. a bad person. I'm like, how? Oh, uh, he said this. He, what did he say? Oh, something bad. You don't even know what he they said. They don't even know, bro. And meanwhile, their friends will be uh, sucking that, you know. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're out here with chicks that are finessing and doing a whole bunch of grimy ass <laughs> shit. Nobody bats an eye. <laughs> the fuck? Like, I don't care who your friends are. <laughs> Uh, five bucks from Richard goes, Martin, add the Super Saiyan aura power-up sound effect to your board when you're about to drop some heat bars, heater bars, okay? Uh, w, guest question. How do you react when a woman apologizes to you, i.e. you correct their behavior when they apologize and say, you were right, they, uh, you were right, TIA? How do you react when a woman apologizes to you? Yeah. Just oh, you want to uh, cover that? Yeah. Don't say anything at all. Just, that's it. Keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. Because anything you do outside of that, you're explaining yourself again. Mm. So... You know, let let the silence say it all. Yeah. I mm. tell them don't do that shit again after. <laughs> after they apologize, I'm like, all right, accept it, but don't do that again. You won't get another shot. Um <laughs> I just ghost them. Yeah. Or or you could do that. Uh thanks for the advice on abandonment. It really helped. Uh also interviewed Joe Exotic today. Top Jew will finish what Top G started, and that's from Mike. Oh yeah, Trollstein. Shout out to you, bro. Nice. Kizzy, hey guys, quick advice. Girls text tell me to text them, but I'm not that good at texting. Any advice on improving or should just texting when asking them out? Yeah, you don't text girls and guys don't don't fall into the trap of like, you know, talking to girls through text or having long ass conversation with them. You only communicate to set up 
a face-to-face meet, man. I mean, I, I mean, y'all could weigh in on this, but I think personally, texting girls and having long, drawn-out conversations is a waste of fucking time. Like FaceTime. Yeah. Like to to me, if I'm texting you, is to set up a date or set up a FaceTime call to go on a date. So it's like, yeah, texting you all day back and forth. What happens is if you're that guy that's texting all day back and forth. You're like her pen pal or friend. You're giving her attention for and free. And then the guy that's giving her a little bit of attention, ask her out. He's like, you're sitting here and smashing her, but you're not. Yep. Facts. So. Yeah. Less than 10 texts is what I would say. Mm. Keep it under 10, man. Damn. You know what that's I love? When they say you're, hor- you're a horrible texture. Great. <laughs> you're still on, on a date with me, though. Yeah. So that's what, yeah, that's what it is, man. Yeah. yeah you'll, you'll, if in a 10 minute FaceTime call, you'll save like days of texting, guys, if you really want to. And that's a good way, actually, to screen chicks out, too, so that you before you set up the first day, just do a phone call or a FaceTime. That goes way further than texting chicks, bro. Uh, and then because you can also hear each other and the tonality matters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so text is very hard to interpret that sometimes. Uh, Fresh Nico and Kevo are too good to be set up with OF girls. Did these girls do better during the real date? Congrats on 100K. I think yeah, that's for you, Fresh. We had a, bl- a blind date. Um, guys, you got to understand it like we're in Miami. That's most of the girls here. So and also, I'm not going to put a girl that actually's too good on camera because like nigga she doesn't want to be seen one and two if it goes further then she's on camera so it's gonna fuck, fuck it's, it's gonna fuck shit up so like no you're not gonna see her on camera and also are you guys fucking surprised <laughs> like <laughs> like are you guys honestly surprised like it, y'all should not be surprised that girls are are boring as hell and like when they're when the man is blindfolded the girl loses all leverage like y'all oh. should not be surprised by that bro <laughs> like think about it think, think about this for a second imagine right it's a crazy a fucking universe <laughs> okay <laughs> You just woke up and bad bitches came to your house for nothing more than the fact that you existed. Oh, well, would you Lord. go to the gym? <laughs> would you fucking work? Would you do anything? They just showed up and sucked your dick and fucked you and you didn't have to do nothing. Would you do anything, guys? More than likely, probably mostly I would do nothing. Nope. Okay. You would have developed yourself. You would do shit. That is the modern day woman, bro. That's why I don't know what to do when the guy's blindfolded. They're like, oh shit, I got to generate the conversation. It's like the fucking Mr. Krabs. Like, oh shit. Like mutes. <laughs> Wait a second. I have a very important question, Walt. <laughs> you text me the other day to set up a blind date. <laughs> is this what the fuck you were talking about? You've been a literal blind date. It's going to be you, bro. <laughs> but it was funny. We sneak on Justin Waller. Yeah. But uh, he was busy with some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a literal blind, blind date, bro. You come to the studio. It's actually very entertaining to watch yeah. it because, like, the the guy is blindfolded <laughs> and asks the girls questions, or the girls like ask them questions, and they have a conversation, and it's incredible to see how how disarmed the girls are when the guy can't see who the fuck they are. Bro, so the, wow. it, it forces it puts the impetus on them mm-hmm. to to generate conversation and, and can't be, do it and and no be uh, you know charming as they fucking want, <laughs> you know, and it's wow. funny. Justin, like are you it. ready? Bro, I'm down whenever. Yo, bro. we need to see Myra and Justin on a, on a double blind date. Let's do Chat. it. Let's do w it. in the chat for that. Let's do it. Hey, don't Nick, worry. You, you'll I'm get canceled fresh if I do that. <laughs> Got you, ready? Because I won't hold back. So, like, if they say some dumb shit, I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this fucking dumb bitch? What the fuck? <laughs> like, yo, oh, man. If I can't see, oh, Lord. <laughs> All the other senses perk up. I turn into the fucking daredevil. Oh, oh this bitch's IQ is 10. What the hell? <laughs> uh, That's funny. Justin, you are an honest man. Did you and Sterling run a train on Oyster Girl when you were in the UK? Oh, shit. I have no idea who Oyster Girl is. The hell is Oyster Girl? But no, we didn't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to acknowledge this fresh improvement with his increasing ability to enunciate correctly. Uh, glad uh, to hear you're hitting the gym also. Congrats on 100K. Thanks, Thanks man. Michael Trostein, uh, pardon Joe Exotic. Thanks. I noticed guys might get upset or like whatever after a breakup while girls feel uh, actual hatred over their ex- explanation. 
mm, guys might get upset or be like whatever after a breakup while girls feel well, it depends on who initiates yeah, the breakup. Yeah. yeah. If the man leaves a woman, then generally she's going to have hatred towards him because um, she's had all this choice in her life. She finally picked a guy and he walked away. So girls aren't used to that, man. Most of the time, most of the time, I think it's the other way around. But um, I, I've experienced quite a bit of hate because what happens is they go from missing you to crying to absolute scorn. Anger. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I've definitely experienced that in my life. So you just got to just got to hold your guns, man. Girls so. can't handle rejection, bro. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, because it's it's not it's not normal. It's more normal for a man to get rejected, and that's like, no disrespect to women. It's just how it is. They're prettier than us, and uh, they don't like, get rejected. He's as like, much. you left me. How yeah. dare you? Yeah, the Dude, ego. Once I, again, I told ego. a girl today I wasn't interested in her. I'll show How you the text messages. I'll show you right now. And she's what like, you do? Fuck you. Really? I, yeah, I told her. Damn. I, she she uh she messaged me out of nowhere, and I didn't <laughs> know who she was. And uh, it goes like this. I saw your profile. I'm not interested. Have a good day. She said, <laughs> she said sorry to bother you. Um, are you looking for something? I said, I don't understand. She, she just got your number? I don't know how she got it. I think I met her in person or something. And she said, I think it's rude that you say that you're not interested after viewing a woman's profile. I said, I don't care. <laughs> I said, uh, it's not just physical. I don't particularly like the way you're texting. All good. Take care. She goes, fuck you, exclamation point. <laughs> and then I told her, I told you I'm not interested. Yeah. After she said, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, I, I told it, you I I'm not it. interested, yeah. which is basically a condescending thing when she said, fuck you. I'm like, no, I don't want to fuck you. Wow. And so she said. Wait, she, uh, she has green texts. Yeah, yeah. she's Android, bro. Facts. I would text her back that she's broke and she has an Android, but I think I, I think I, I think I did what I needed to do. Yeah, you already so. destroyed her day. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro, but go for her, bro, bro. She deserves it, man, because she was actually kind of being a prick. She's like, I don't share. I'm like, I don't remember. Give me your Instagram. She's like, I don't share that. I'll just send you a photo. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. So she messaged me and I said, I'm not interested. Yeah. I didn't say you're ugly. Damn. But that's what it translates. Yeah, that's what it translates. Yeah. You're, you guys. She are, was actually not that ugly. You guys are honest though. You tell them what it is. I don't say anything. It's like, don't respond. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I, yo, I used to be like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna respond. But you know, I was like, you know what, man, I'm doing this. For the, I feel like fucking I'm the rock for the fellas, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. I'm just like, <laughs> like real talk. I feel like the fucking rock with that bitch. I'm doing this for the millions and millions of other niggas that you curb. I'm doing it for all of them. Exactly. This is exactly. Exactly. Exactly, bro. You know, because I'd be thinking in my head, I'm like, you only do this, done that to her, bro. I'm in a situation where I gotta bring this bitch back to reality, yeah. nigga. Yeah. I am Yugi and I gotta get this bitch out of Tool World. You know what? You are not that goddamn special. Yep. I'm uh, not interested. I'm bringing her back to reality. Yep. I'm doing it for all the guys that she cut yep. before me. That's what yep. I'm here for. Hey, there ain't nothing like it, the girl's pretty. She's pretty, but she ain't that fucking pretty. Yeah, and I ain't yeah, got yeah. time. I know I'm not gonna see her. I know I'm gonna make the time to see her. I'm not saying she's ugly. She's actually attractive, but I'd have to trip over it. I ain't gonna make any effort. Mm. So sometimes it you feels do that good. too. Like Fuck if she's yeah. like not worried, like if she's like not hot enough to put the effort in, like you do. Yeah. Yeah, I like, do that like, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, man, it, it, I'm not gonna make the effort, bro. You know? See, I plant seeds. You know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a planter. I'm a farmer. You Wait, know, you plant seeds? I plant Bro, seeds and let, and so I let it grow. But, and over time, I, you know, I come to pick, pick up the fruit, and then I'm done. I'm sure you come. So, <laughs> all right, it's yeah, so like wait like a year <laughs> plus. Yeah, I've been waiting. Okay, I'm, I'm like, like yes, my plan is working. <laughs> yeah, but now, nah, man, sometimes yo, because uh, it, it, people be like, oh, well, Myron, do you have to do that? Blah blah blah. Whatever. I'm like, you know what, man. 
fuck it. I'm doing this for all the fucking guys she curved, bro. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I'll tell girls straight up. And here's the thing. I don't, like, I know some of y'all, Mary, that's not a good game. You got to do this when you text and all this other bullshit. I don't give a fuck anymore. I used to, like, be yeah. on that, you know, all bro. that shit. When I was, like, you know, a, a couple years ago, when I was, like, on my prime womanizing, like, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I'm I'm working for the government. I'm doing my thing. I'm chilling. I'm going to do a night game run, all this shit. I used to do that shit. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yo, I got to say one thing about Myron. This nigga <laughs> actually doesn't give a fuck. Like, like, like I'm shocked at how what he says because I'm like, bro, you obviously don't care. He doesn't. But, yeah, but it works. No, it, it works, dude. I, I completely, yeah. But he's also Myron Gaines, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, yeah. Appreciate and, and that's and that's a point. Oh, fuck you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, there, there's a point. There's a point. If yeah. you take care of your shit, mm. you don't have to have this crazy game. You yeah. just are the shit, and they fucking know. In fact, when you are that dude. And you start to pull back the attention and you start to pull back all the cool text. It, like the silence is actually powerful. It's a draw. Yeah. And that's why I would say you absorb them, not not chase them down. Mm. So there's two ways you can attack it or you could absorb it. And I think absorbing is not only easier, but ultimately more powerful. In the and, end. and sometimes I think like when you like when you reject the chick, she's going to be a little bit more humble than treat the next guy better. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. yo, bro, I, I, you, I don't think you guys get it, man. Like the average girl, bro, like literally goes through life like with zero like. It, um, zero rejection, zero adversity. Like everything is on the upside, especially if she's attractive. So, hey, man, it, it is what it is. I, I don't give a fuck. Anymore. Everyone has their path. Everyone, and, uh, yeah. guys, this is why you should get Myers' new book coming out. Oh yeah, uh, uh, women deserve less. Oh <laughs> no shit. Oh, <laughs> oh. It's cut, yeah, oh. actually, yeah, I'm in the process of uh, of writing it, guys. Oh, why women deserve less? Book is coming out soon. Y'all think I'm kidding around? What? It's gonna be very short. It's gonna be like 50 to 100 pages. And I'm going to be covering in it, like, legit, why y'all need to not pedestalize women. Uh, like, I'm going to put studies in there and everything w w coming from, like, when it comes to dating, the wage gap, etc. Like, yo, we live in a crazy-ass world now where too many of you niggas are sick, bro. The fact that we got places like Twitch. Oh, fuck. Yeah, All right, yeah, we got to yeah, kill the stream. Yeah, yeah, uh, come to YouTube, guys. All right. Uh, <laughs> guys, come on over to YouTube. And you want to push Twitch? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, come on over. Uh, we're going to kill all the other streams, guys. Come on over to YouTube. My bad. Uh, but the fact that we got entire economies based around dudes simping and pedestalizing women, etc. Y'all are making some of these hoes millionaires, bro. Real talk. Yeah. Like these girls are making a killing on a lot of guys, making 100K, 200K a month, etc. on OnlyFans. And why? It's because guys don't understand their value. Bro, you know, okay, so you know the girl I was with earlier? Yes. Bro, dude paid her 50K, sit at dinner, and just talk to him. What? Has a wife and kids, just wants to talk to her because she's hot. 50K. I cannot believe it. I was like, show me the proof. Shit, I got to get his ass for I'm 50K. Like, Holy smokes. No, she could be lying. But just that premise alone, 50K just sit down at dinner. She sucks some dick too. But still, it don't <laughs> matter. Knows? It don't matter. Like what yeah. but the point is, guys, is that girls are able to to monetize on their looks to a degree that you guys is you guys would never understand. Crazy. I'm, I'm telling y'all, bro. Like people think, yo, that's just Miami girls. That's just you guys' experience there. Bro, any bad bitch, okay? If, if, if she's even from she's she's from Dubuque, Iowa. Guess what, bro? She gonna be go, going to a major city somewhere. That's just how it goes, guys. Facts. You know what I mean? She'll and be she, talking to guys like Justin. She'll be like, "Oh, I don't respond to DMs. Hold on, a thousand DMs. You don't respond to one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least one or two. Yeah. yeah. Facts. So you gonna respond to somebody? Somebody. You know? Yep. If, if if all three of us at the table message, you gonna respond to one. If you don't like it in chocolate, you get in vanilla. There okay. you go. <laughs> and I'll tell you. I'll tell you another thing. I'll tell you another thing too. That girl might get paid by a lot of guys, but she also sleeps with people for free. Yes. Mm. Yes. And I know that very firsthand. Yep. So absolutely. You, absolutely. So a lot of these girls, they sleep with they sleep with men for free, Dubai included. Yep. You know, so yep. You got to be the one that's that that's free. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're the one paying, uh, well, you ain't that's getting an L, my friend. That's an L. Yeah, man, that's a big L. Uh, okay, 
interest rates are up, will property prices suffer? And that's from marriage causes divorce. What, what do you think? That? Property prices will just fall because of it. It's an inverse relationship, bro. Speaking of which, you just uh, completed a deal. Or, well, I don't know if you closed it yet, but out of Baton Rouge, you want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, we talked man. about it on your vlog. Yeah, we talked about it on the vlog, man. I closed 12 units. Mm -hmm. um, that's all closed up. So right now we're just working on the property management part. We've already raised the rents 100 bucks, mm -hmm. So the NOI is going to go up from there. Mm -hmm. um, so um, they're all paying through a portal. It's easy. Bang, bang, real quick. Um, I'm actually flying back on Wednesday to sit down with the owner and buy the other 44. Okay. So he wants. So uh, it's a 12 unit property. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yep. Uh, can you tell them why you picked that um, that area? Why that area is so important? So I really like Baton Rouge because the mouth of Mississippi River is there, and I feel like March. for that for that reason, yeah, that's right. Uh, I feel like it is a really really strong place, regardless of the economy, mm -hmm. because there's always going to be industry there. There's always going to be jobs there. In this particular unit, not that I would ever. Um, um, choose one type of tenant over the other these these are uh, spanish uh families that live in this particular set of buildings these three buildings and uh every one of the units had an air compressor in it these people going to work every day mm -hmm. you know these guys are these guys are doing construction they're working in the plants they're doing so just really good people um obviously i work with a lot of spanish people they're normally very christian very hard working uh i'm really excited about it so we're going to try to try to buy the other 44 doors. Tenant screening is important, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, these people get up and go to work every day. Um, we we were able to go through the the uh, lease agreement, see where they all work. Solid jobs. Been working at those places for multiple years. It was nothing for someone to be at a company for five, six, seven, 10, 15 years yep. out of those 12 doors. And I suspect the other 44 are going to be kind of the same. It's that kind of part of town. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a blue collar part of town. It's working class people. I love everything about it. When the recession goes to shit, I feel like the Mississippi River protects, you know, uh, that pocket of the country yeah. as far as the economy goes. And, yeah. And I'm really, really excited about it. So shout out to all the Hispanics, man. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to all yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Um and um and you said the what well, what's the can you give us like some uh general like numbers on it as far as like you said the NOI on it was yeah, so I don't have the numbers in front of me. It oh, is okay. a it That's is fine. a nine cap. A nine cap. Can and you explain we, to the people real quick, uh, like cap, cap like I guess the yeah, abbreviated so, version? Yeah, so, so you they just, understand. So basically, you have what's called NOI, and NOI is basically income minus expenses give you NOI. Mm -hmm. And once you get NOI, that's net operating income. So yep. if, if you were looking at it in terms of like a P&L, it's like just profit. Yep. It's gross profit. Mm -hmm. And you divide that by the purchase price and you get a percentage. Mm -hmm. And so me currently, I'd buy anywhere between a six and a nine, mm -hmm. you know, and that's about what you're going to get it for mm -hmm. right now. Yep. Probably a six. Mm -hmm. So ours is a nine, but it's a little bit more low income. Yep. So um, raising the rents is going to put us up there closer to 10, yep. which brings me to my next statement to tell you okay. my little secret okay uh oh here go we ahead. go bomb drop i bought a mobile home park in ohio oh shit damn <laughs> park a mobile yeah, not yeah, one yeah. but a park yeah whole park 21 for T two 21 uh trailers 21 trailers okay 285 000, 15 cap what the Ooh, fuck damn 25k yeah. 200, $285,000. What oh, the fuck? Yeah. War Room guy called me. He's oh. like, hey, man, I need you to review this deal. I'm like, bro, I love this deal. He's like, man, if you want to partner, I'm down. Wired them 285000 All cash. I'm going to refinance out. Boom. Done. Damn. Yeah. So can you, okay, because um, that's a whole other um, well, the wire, industry The there. wire's on the table. Yeah. It, is if we can't get the funding fast enough, I'm going to wire it to him. Okay. Just to be clear. But, so, okay, so, so y'all are going to do a loan on it. 
right? We're going to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can you tell them a little bit about um, trailer park? Because that's a whole other, you know, industry in the real estate market, right? Like, guys, yeah. so just so y'all know, right? So this may, is uh, makes a little bit more sense for you guys. You got residential, you got commercial, then you got, you know, certain niches, storage units, et cetera. Yeah. Mobile uh, homes, it's a parking parks, lot. Yeah, it's are, a parking are lot. a whole other thing. But from what I've been told, right? Because um, I don't know too much about it. You can educate me and the people. Um, it, it's really good. It, it's uh, if you know what you're doing, you can make quite a big, yeah, make make quite a bit of money. Yep. Get into it for fairly low. Um, yeah. and you know, you got to have certain infrastructure things in place, but can you tell them as far as like, what's the difference between that and like regular real estate investing, I guess? Yeah. Regular real estate investing is going to be a bit more, um, I guess you're going to have a lower cap rate. Yeah. Um, the, the, the really beautiful thing in my less opinion, risk, but lower cap rate. Yeah. yeah. And, but you know, my thing about the mobile home park is the depreciation. You go to 39, you go to a parking lot depreciation okay. instead of a building. So, okay. um, that that's really really positive so you get to depreciate not only the mobile home mm -hmm. but you get to depreciate in a, in a separate situation the parking lot itself nice oh. and that's where the big tax breaks are and so currently there's 17 trailers in there 15 of them are full i'm and there's four more lots i'm going to take the two trailers upgrade them buy four more buy four more trailers and then owner finance the other ones oh finance. so it's going to add six so we already get six thousand dollars a month with a net of uh, thirty five hundred. Then I'm going to add six thousand dollars to it. And let's say those trailers cost me twenty five grand a piece. So twenty five thousand times four hundred grand. Let's say a buck twenty five out the door to get it all set up to add another six thousand dollars cash flow dude i'm gonna be like 16 cap something fucking just disgusting yeah so very interesting you said you can depreciate the land so just so y'all know like depreciation the park, guys yeah the roads yeah so that yeah. that's that's why infrastructure so, so depreciation guys is the ability essentially where you're able to kind of write it off as a tax like hey listen government you guys are going to give me a tax break because this is going to get some wear and tear okay yep. uh and i'm going to be that that should give me a tax benefit right now normally when you buy a house right and you depreciate the house you depreciate the actual house and they take 20% away because of the land. Okay. So let's say you buy a house for hundred thousand dollars. You're yep. able to depreciate $80,000 of it because they take 20% away, assuming the land. Right. But in this situation with, with the mobile park home, you're actually able to depreciate the land, which is huge yep. by itself, which, yep. by itself. So you get to double dip. You get to depreciate the actual structure itself. Yep. And the land, yep. which and the is land's way rare. more powerful in this case. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if I buy like a regular house, you can't depreciate the land, guys. So this is, a, I guess, a, one of those rare situations where you could depreciate the land. But yeah, you know what absolutely. I'm saying, too? Wow. His trailer park is recession-proof because now it's low-income. Dude, anyone can live there. And why are you going to leave a, a trailer park if you're already there? Mm -hmm. So they're leaving, and then it's cheap as well. Bro, that's a win-win. Recession-proof. Yeah. You're good to go. Yep. Yeah. Damn. And by the way, if any of you guys across the country watching me uh, want to do a business deal with me, you find me a fucking trailer park cowboy. We'll talk. I'll come see you <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> real fast. That's I'm a, a big w, fan, man. That's yeah. a W, bro. Look, I've lived in trailer parks, man. Actually, I've lived in three trailer, four trailer parks in my life. Mm. Um, and bro, uh, just, I know you own one, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's full circle, man. <laughs> Sheesh. So yeah, I'm excited about it. I bought actually uh, all in all, I bought 34 doors this month. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. And those guys is a tenant essentially that that's living in that yeah. unit. Money Monday is yeah, That's huge. Yes, yeah, huge, yeah. bro. Congrats, so, bro. I'm really excited. So you're about able it. to okay, so that's really interesting. So with the trailer park, you're able to depreciate the land, which is rare. You can't do that in other situations. Yeah. Is it against what at 30 39 and a half years uh, or something think, like that? I think it's that man. I'd have to look it up. Okay. I just know I, I think it's 39 and a half. And then you also mentioned something as well that I want the people to kind of uh get understand. You mentioned owner finance. 
Yes. Right. So, guy, yeah. can you explain what owner finance is for the yeah. people and why it's so uh, powerful? So it's super powerful because it really it really gives you a lot, a lot of power. So let's say I buy a mobile home for twenty five, fix it up, get it all set up or whatever. And I and I sell it for, I don't know, seventy five, seventy five. Right? Yep. Buy it for twenty five K, sell it for seventy five K after you fix it. Exactly. And um, so I'm going to make 50,000 profit if they pay it off. They put yeah. down 20% deposit. I keep the money. A lot of times what's going to happen in mobile home park, they're going to pay on that thing for five or six years, and then they're going to default. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take it, and I'm going to sell that bitch again. Mm. So, uh, and I'm going to keep, and I get the depreciation. And another beautiful thing about the owner finance is they own the place. So they're going to treat it right, and they're going to be the ones holding the insurance on it. Mm. So See, because they're the owner, yeah. that's right. So I'm avoiding the insurance on the trailer. I'm avoiding the upkeep on the trailer. So now I don't need property management for that trailer because it's their trailer. So if they break the fucking toilet, they're calling the plumber, not me. Wow. It's powerful. So, yeah. So I'm getting, I'm getting the money down. I'm way ahead on the deal. They're basically, when they put the 20% down, they're damn near paying for it. So I'm backing my money very quickly. Yeah, I'll do it again. Yeah, another yeah. one. Okay. Yo. That's in, that's genius, yeah. bro. Because, yeah, and um, and I, that's why I wanted him to because me and Justin have talked about owner financing before. It's kind of like a glitch in a matrix. Yeah, where here I'll, I'll pass it to, um, where it allows you because thank you. And guys, owner financing is like one of the rare situations where you're you able power. to kind of double dip. Yeah, because what you're yeah. able to do is you're still able to ex, you know exert the authority of a landlord to a degree, mm-hmm. but at the same time with the, the tenant, power of the bank. Yes, with the, using the power exactly, and the, yeah. but the tenant also cares more about the place because they're essentially paying a mortgage to own the place. But the yeah. beauty is if they default on it, get it all. I keep your money. Yep. The property goes all right. It. I keep all of it that you put in. Yep. And then basically you act as a bank guys. But don't you miss certain, um, I think you miss a deduction from doing that though. I forgot what it was called. Um, doing the owner finance. I forgot what it's called. It's on bigger pockets. You miss a type of, um, you might miss the interest that you would be paying the bank, but I'm actually going to pay the bank interest anyway because okay. I'm going to get a loan from the trailers. Yeah. So it's not even going to be my money. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you go ahead. So you take a loan from the bank, buy that, tra- get that trailer. I'll, then- I'll roll it into the 285. Yeah. So I'll probably, let's say I'll be at 385, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll have added four units. Mm-hmm. Where else are you going to get four units that are probably going to cash flow me? 800 a month each mm-hmm. to a thousand you know what i'm saying and like, it's your land and it's mine mm-hmm. yeah so it's sitting on my dirt if they default i own it they can't move it so i'll have title and so at any point in the, in in the course of that payment structure if they default then i would be able to keep it now mm-hmm. i wouldn't be a dick if they were in a bad situation i wouldn't hurt them yeah but if they decided they had to move or whatever at that point it's mine yeah mm-hmm. So. And you're still able to reap your, you're still able to depreciate at the same level and everything yep. else like that Absolutely. during the entire duration yep. of owning the property. Yep. That's and, really and fantastic. And the dirt underneath them, which as we said, is the most important. Yep. That's yep. fire. So that's one of the rare, cause I've never heard of being able to depreciate actual land. That's one of the rare situations, I guess, that you can, yeah. is a mobile you're, park. You're depreciating the infrastructure. Here's a beautiful part. If they pay me off, mm. lot rent still 350. Bam. You're collecting money from them regardless. So even and, if they pay off the trailer, they still got to pay you to have still it, pay me to, to, stay, it there. to stay there. Yeah. The other thing too, because this comes up, and, and I've I've had this question. I'm glad that you 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 did one, so I can ask this for the people. Um, what about sewage and like kind of having that infrastructure for them? Because I, I would assume the big yeah. part, the big benefit of being in a trailer lot is that you have infrastructure set up of electricity, sewage, etc. Right. And they're hooking up their trailer so they're they can go up, ahead. Yeah. So this particular one, ideally, ideally it would be county water, right? Okay. It's in Ohio's county. It's not. So we have our own um, wastewater set up. Okay. And so is that um, expensive to set up or? 
Man, it is expensive. Okay. And, and that's one of the things in due diligence that I'm going to be checking out next week. But okay. we actually, it's the guy that sent me the message. I'm doing the deal with a war room guy. Okay. And he, the way he found it is his buddy works for the, the water company. Mm-hmm. And he had to come across the property, got in touch with the owner. Then the war room guy called me. Dude, that's the power of the war room. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm very, very certain. And I've even talked to the water guy myself. So it's a done deal. Man. So y'all are going to set it up yourselves. Yeah, so the, the, it's versus, already done. It's yeah. already set up. So yeah. it's just self, self-sufficient. self I like how you found the deal through his network. Yep. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah it's, hey, look, it's the power of the war room, dude. Um, guys all over the world working together with trust. Dude, I wouldn't wire somebody $285,000 if I didn't trust them. Yeah. I, I never have personally met this guy, but because he's in the war room, let's do it. Yeah. Because I know he's not going to fuck me. Yeah. And if you have trust, you have speed. Mm. And uh, when you have speed in business, you win. You know, trust and speed, it's hard to beat that. Yeah. You got people rowing the boat in the same direction, man. It's hard to beat that. There's so much distrust in this world. I think a lot of deals don't get done. Yeah. And so he had two up They had two other guys looking at it. Um, it looks like I'm not going to have to wire him the money, but I told him, tell the old man that I will wire the 285 today mm. to your account to get it done. Because he had a big, big fund looking at it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he told him that, and he's like, "All right, well, we'll do the deal." Um, and so. you can find deals like that in the Midwest. That's the that's oh, the, that's yeah. one good thing about the Midwest, man. Ohio, oh, yeah. you know, Iowa, all these areas out there, these are kind of like rural areas. You're able to find really good real estate deals that you would never be able to find down here in Miami. Yeah, you know? and I, dude, I love a fucking trailer park. Yeah, love it. That if if it were up to me. The 12 units I bought in Baton Rouge would be a driver park. Yeah. It's just, I mean, think about it, man. I see like, so many ways that you can double dip and make yeah. extra money on certain things that in traditional real estate you would never be able to do. Yeah, I bought the um, I bought the the 12 units for right at 800000 And the trailer park deals better upside down, backwards, every way. Yeah. So it's from the depreciation to the cost per unit mm-hmm. to the net cash flow. I mean, is it tough to get a loan on on uh, trailer parks? Fuck no, easy. No, that's good. No too. banks like them. They're rather cash cows. Bro. Yeah, mm. fucking cash cows. And the thing about them is, is the zoning. I'm looking at buying another. There's a piece of land I'm looking at, at buying. It was a zone. There's no trailers on it, but mm-hmm. it was zoned for thirty. Mm-hmm. You can't find land zoned for trailer parks because they, you know, how they sardine them together real close. Yeah, the cities don't want them. So now they're like, you have to have a half acre per per one. Damn, that makes it hard. Yes. So you got to go take a piece of land and make it a trailer park. It's like, but it's long because you got to buy more acres. Finding those that are like sardined in together right next to each other. That's where the money is, man. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Damn. All right. We're getting into wow. into the weeds here with, yeah. with uh, trailer park uh, real estate investing guys. And that's a whole other game. So yeah. that's, that's good stuff. Um, <laughs> Uh, let, keep going here, Chris. Uh, all right, uh, hundred bucks from Wayne. Thank you so much. Out of the country last week, so here's a late congrats on one million subs. I've been here since 16k and plan to hang around for uh, the next million. FNF has an impact beyond just talking about dating. It gives men hope and changes lives. Well done, guys. Shout Thank you so Wayne, much, man. my friend. Appreciate that, Wayne. Yeah, man. Yeah, other podcasts. So y'all gonna be able to get entertainment, talking about bimbos, The Rock, and then at the same time giving y'all you know game on depreciation and real estate investing. You ain't gonna be able to go anywhere Money else Mondays. to get this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, do you think I should give up my twenties to become successful? If so, should I give up on going out and focus on fitness and money? Always, anyways, one million, baby. Uh, Justin, I'll throw it yeah, to you. What, what are your thoughts on that, bro? If you even say that, you know the answer to that question, bro. Facts. Get your ass to the fucking house in the gym. There you go. And everything that you want to do right now is gonna be there waiting for you when you finish. Just so you can have money now and maybe some status, maybe some like wealth as well. So I mean, I, I, I've told you guys before. I'll say it again. I've sac- I sacrificed my twenties, guys. Like I didn't party or do shit in my twenties. Like from uh, twenty years, because when I was uh, in college, right, I didn't drink or party like that because I was an athlete. And rowing, guys, D one is um, year round, so I didn't drink or party like that. Then on top, then when I left um, college, 
uh, and I was an agent. I went to South Texas, Laredo, Texas. There ain't shit to do out there. I was out there, out there in the fucking desert chasing after cartel people and shit like that. So my entire twenties guys was kind of devoted to like just improving, going to the gym. I drank maybe once or twice a year, if that throughout my entire twenties. So yep. yeah, man, it, it, guys, you do, if you want to live a certain lifestyle when you're in your thirties or you want to get to a certain level, right. You have to go through pain. It is what it is. And there's nothing wrong with sacrificing your 20s, guys, because the thing is, is that as a man, your life gets better as you age, assuming you do the work. But it's only under the pretense you do the work. Yeah, I would say personally that I think it's easier to do the work when you're in Laredo, Texas or in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in that small town. Go go take that job in North Dakota in the oil field. Make that per diem. Make that make that big salary because you work out of a trailer on a job site or something like that, living in a hotel, bro, do that kind of stuff, man. It builds your character. Yeah. And it also gives you an opportunity to stack money and it puts you in a boring atmosphere, but you shouldn't be bored because you should be developing yourself. Yeah. And then when you kind of rise up to the man you want to become, then move to Miami, move to LA, move, move to somewhere, you know, once you have a business under you and all those things, man, then it's a lot more fun. If you come here and you don't have your gun loaded, you're Ooh. not going to have a good fucking time. That's, at all. So, I, true. I'm at all. That's so true. So, I just just out of your point, Justin, as well, imagine waiting till you're 30 to start. It's too late. Well, not too late, but it's going to be way harder because you're in your 30s. Just do it now. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. wrong with putting your 20s uh, to work. Sorry, go ahead. I would, say, I would say it's never too late, and, and I, I agree with what you're saying, that you should start in your 20s. I think that you will be more fulfilled if you start in your 20s. Yeah. You'll feel like the journey, you won't feel like it's last minute. You'll feel like you had prepared, and, and for that reason, I think that you'll deserve it, yeah. and you'll there's a lot of mistakes that you're going to make that you're going to need to make twice. I, there's a lot of mistakes I made twice that I just had to get through my thick fucking skull yeah. that, hey, this doesn't work. You're not going to fix people. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Being, me and one of them. Don't partner with fucking idiots. Pay closer attention. Things that I had to learn, man. Yeah. And some of those some of those knocks I had to take more than once, man. So I think the sooner you start, the better. Uh, is it too late at 30? No, I don't think you should off yourself. But at the same time, like like Walt was saying, man, starting in your 20s and starting early is foundationally the best thing you can possibly do because it's going to give you the most character. Yeah. Delayed gratification is, is a good thing, guys. And, I, you, you know, we can use a Pokemon analogy here. I've told you all before. If you use rare candy on your Pokemon to level up, well, you'll get to that level 100. But guess what? Your attack and your defense is weaker because it didn't go through the tried and true method of fighting the Elite Four a million times because the Pokemon are way stronger when they fight the Elite Four over and over and over again or are fighting against, like, a partner through the link cable, right? Your uh, All your specials are higher. But when you just use the rare candy, right, a.k.a. leveling up too soon, you, you don't get the same benefits, guys, yeah. right? You, you got to be tried and true and go through that trauma. I've always said it, man. Trauma builds men. It typically hurts women. And for y'all, man, a lot of you guys, too, too many people are soft. And don't listen to what mainstream society says. Oh, everyone should get a participation trophy or you're special or this is blah, blah, blah. No, fuck that shit. There's winners and there's losers in life. And for you to become better as a man, you have to take losses. You must. Have to. You must get punched in the face by life. You must take losses. You must take rejection from girls. You must lose that job interview. You must fucking go broke at some point in your life and figure out what it's like to get out the fucking mud. You need this shit as a man. You do, man. Like, women, it's whatever. Who gives a shit? They're preserving their value. You you have to create your value. And guys, you know why we're here right now? We had many losses, many failures. And without that, we wouldn't be here today. So you got to do it too, man. No one escapes that loss. Nobody. You have to, man. Yeah. You get to experience that pain. You yeah. get to. There you go. Because if you don't, you'll wish you had when the time comes, I promise. So you get to experience it. Hey, guys, don't think that we don't go through the pain right now. Like, fuck <laughs> it. We, we're still going. You guys, don't think it's, oh, yeah, we made it. We're just chilling. Guys, we're still nah, grinding bro. behind the scenes. 
fucking uh, making things happen. Y'all saw the grind, the grind and clawing it took to get to one million subscribers with all the fucking hate. It never ends, guys. Yeah. It never Absolutely. fucking ends. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was just telling Thomas. I said, dude, you know what our schedule is the next couple of days? I'm gonna do this show. I'm gonna do the late night show. I'm gonna do a show tomorrow at one o'clock. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get on a plane, fly to Baton Rouge. Look at those 44 more units. I'm taking my dad on the sidelines to the old Miss Alabama game. Big mm -hmm. shout out to my boy with the tickets, man. Thank you. Love you. Uh, then going back to try to close that deal in Baton Rouge and going to Ohio mm -hmm. to, to actually the sign park. the paperwork on the trailer park. Yep. Then I'm coming back here to do more pods. Yep. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Right. That's the game. The yeah. grind that's stop. the fucking game. Yeah. yeah. So the, the grind doesn't stop, guys. It just be, you just become a little bit more efficient at the grind as you get older. Yeah. And you get teams. You yeah. get teams behind you because they, people, people realize when, when some, like somebody has been through enough to lead. And so I'm very lucky to have such a good team, you know. So now I'm getting 10x the things I could ever do by myself. Yep. Yeah. Damn. So, uh, shout out to Jay Waller. Have so much respect for what you've built with Red Iron. Getting my degree in construction management right now. Good stuff, my nice. friend. Nice. Uh, nice, Caleb. FNF proof that action beats all. Knowledge is important, but too many uh, getting nowhere despite all the books and podcasts because no action is being taken. Start working, people. Yeah, guys, you can't just watch our shit and be like, yeah, okay, and just like masturbate to it. You actually have to take the stuff and apply it and take the knowledge and put it out there. Uh, do you advise young men to listen to Jordan Peterson more? Can people like you guys stop the de degradation of men all across America? Well, here's the, the reality, my friend John Hancock. Uh, most guys are losers, and most guys are going to stay fucking losers because most guys don't understand that there is an, an invisible burn the performance on men in 2022 a lot of guys make the same mistake that women make they think men and women are equal and that we live in the same uh we have the same burn of performance and the reality is no women can be mediocre you can't because if a chick is mediocre she can always get a millionaire to save her if she's hot enough you ain't gonna get no millionaire to save you motherfucker nope so you need to perform but too many guys think it's okay to be mediocre and you know oh let me just get in touch with my feelings and be vulnerable and be like more feminine get in touch with my emotional side fuck no you can't do that as a man but society will indoctrinate you to think that you're just like a woman and you can get away with the same shit you can't guys mediocrity is only accepted from hot girls not dudes but myron i just want to start a family i don't care about money <laughs> yeah bro then you very uh stupid you ain't living in reality bro <laughs> Uh, Fresh and Fit inadvertently teaching not only males, but females. Start off another channel. Love the show. Uh, hey, man. We got a couple hey, channels bro. already. It's up to yeah. the ones that we got. Yeah. I stopped listening to ASPN podcasts in September because I started listening to y'all and they stopped. Uh, LOL. Least y'all given. Shout yeah. out to you, bro. Bro, I ain't going to lie. This is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it. Stop watching fucking sports, bro. A lot of y'all live vicariously through professional athletes. And why the fuck are you sitting there watching other guys chase their dreams and become great? And what the fuck are you doing? You just sitting on a couch, ruined for them, having your emotions be dictated by whether they win or lose. The fuck is that? That's a miserable experience. I can't tell you how many people I've seen that literally their day is shot because the fucking Knicks lost yeah. Yeah. or the Yankees lost or some shit. And you're telling me that the, your emotional state is dependent upon other men competing for in a sport where you have no fucking control over? Ridiculous. But Marin, the Lions. Bro, you know what these guys don't realize? Yeah. You can pass them. I, I Googled the other day, uh, what's the average NFL salary? I think it was like $2 million or something like that. Mm. Bro, you can beat that. 100%. Bro. You can. You can beat fucking, I beat that this year. Easy, yep. easy, by over a million, Yep. by the way. And I'm not even done with the year yet. So, bro, like, you can go out there and do that shit your damn self. You can score touchdowns in real motherfucking life. It's called signing a document saying that I own a bunch of fucking trailers. Bam. Yeah. So when your knee blows out next year, bitch, I'm still making money, G. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and actually, they make money, but can they manage your money? That's what's important. Yeah. So if you Most can manage your money, I mean, money yeah. as well. Or can they good. make it grow? There you go. Can they make it grow? Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, man. Like, 
look, I got nothing against athletes. I respect athletes. That's how I pay for my college, Myron. I know the same for you. I got nothing but love and respect for athletes. But these dudes that pedal out, you know, put these athletes on a pedestal don't realize that in real life, they can do even better than that athlete. I don't care if you place for the fucking Chiefs. Yep. You can make more money than that athlete. It, it is not that far away. Yeah, it's it's honestly, I, I, and again, like I said before, I get it. A lot of y'all love sports. A lot of y'all love ESPN. You want to watch athletes, your favorite team. You want to root for your team. I genuinely think for so many young men out there, even older men too, watching sports is probably one of the biggest time sucks, wastes of time that kills your productivity as a man that I, that is socially acceptable. It's, and it's a ninja because it's so cool. It's social. You could go to a game, yeah. you could drink, hang out with the boys, sport, uh, you know, fantasy sports, etc. What the fuck is like? I I look at that like that's crazy. I'm not gonna watch other guys go ahead and achieve their dreams while I'm sitting here living my regular fucking nine to five. Like fuck that shit. You, if you stop watching sports, you're gonna realize how much more time you have to do yeah. other shit. Could you imagine all the hours you spent to watching sports, going to games? You put it into yourself where you would be, bro. You'd be fucking a millionaire probably. I, like I'll tell you the to me the the realistic version of this conversation is if you truly love your team and you grew up on this a family thing you're just go spend time with your parents and watch the game on sunday go by that's, that's three hours fine don't watch sports center don't play fantasy and don't listen to any fought like espn radio it's the bullshit around spend the three hours with your family eat dinner on a sunday afternoon fine bro fine that's three hours it's that other bullshit that goes with it yeah waiting to see what the new rankings are going to be monday yeah fucking when you're when you're driving to work just ask siri what your team's ranked and then get back on your fucking podcast bro yeah that's a real time suck yeah because a lot of these guys i feel like if we tell them not to watch sports at all they're just going to quit listening to us watch your fucking game watch your one game a week and all that other miscellaneous shit where you're thinking what are they going to be ranked what's the coaches saying who's injured that's the shit that adds up to 40 fucking hours a week yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah so a realistic advice if you want to watch the game fine watch the game leave it at the game because you got shit to do you got your own fucking game to play yeah but, but you know it's funny you know like i don't want it's because it bleeds over to so many it does, it does bro so much it time. does yeah. and like you're looking at stats and it's and like what's the injuries look like Gamb- and you're listening gambling to fucking, too yeah yeah all that all that other miscellaneous shit that goes around the game yeah is i think what really really gets people in trouble because you know there is a beautiful thing about sports you know what i noticed about sports my favorite thing about sports is mm-hmm. it's the one situation where all gender and race Boundaries are put down. Come together, yeah. yeah. College football, think about that. Yep. When else are you going to have, a, let's say, a straight white male high-fiving a, a black lady and hugging? Not much ever. It immediately goes away. It unifies think, a lot of people. Yeah, it I get unifies people in such yeah. a beautiful way, man. Yeah. I really appreciate that about sports. Um, but, but experience that live and go to the goddamn game, guys. Yeah. Don't sit or, there or watching just, it all day. Just, and... just the three hours. Yeah. It's just, just three hours. That's yeah. it. And then leave it alone. Bro. You made a good point. If you put the time into yourself, you could watch your game. But at the same time, work on yourself. Yep. And then before you know it, you're yeah. actually chilling with the players, maybe at a club, yeah. having parties. You might even buy the whole team. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't work on yourself, you can't do none exactly. of that. Yeah. Exactly. My, my thing is, and again, guys, we're not telling you, like yeah. me personally, I don't watch sports at all anymore. I used to be a huge fan, but I stopped. I cut her off cold turkey. I never I'm did. not telling you all to like not watch sports ever. But what I am saying is that you need to limit it to a degree and not get involved in all the other extracurricular activities yeah, that come the, from all the, the sports. Just, you know, exactly. Ask yourself, why not me? He's living his life the best he can. Yep. Why can't I do the same thing? And and if your emotional state is dependent upon your team winning or whatever, it is too much. It's too, you should not be giving a fuck. It should not dictate your life whatsoever. Like you shouldn't be calling out of work because the fucking Yankees lost the Red Sox. Bro. I know parents like yeah. my 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 uh, friend's dad. He his whole day will be ruined if his team lost. Yeah, like he'd be getting mad at his it's wife, his kids. 
it's crazy, bro. It's like a big fucking deal, bro. And it's crazy to me that, that so many people like put so much power into it. Yeah. Uh, question for Justin. Justin, for all the women you keep in your life, what do you find is a good balance of communication with them on a day-to-day basis to maintain said relationship? Any examples would help? No comment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gary? It depends on where she is on a pedestal, bro. You're going to treat a main girl differently than like, you know, just like a regular chick. It, it depends. I will say this. A FaceTime a day keeps that girl in your bay. Question for I Justin. tried, bro. I tried. 27, been working for one of the top five contractors in North America for seven years. I make 80K. How do I break the barrier and run my own crew? Or do I just get off my GCL and bet on myself? Yeah, you, well, if you're going to start your own business, I, I would advise that you keep your job and understand where you are in the balance between the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. Yeah. And um, see if you can't create some systems and some ways to get out some bids that are going to be not only competitive, but that are going to be profitable and make for goddamn sure you have a technician in the field and you pay him and pay him well. I would incentivize him and I wouldn't leave my job until you had a steady flow of work that had to pull you out of your current job. Um, I think that jumping into construction blind is going to be a very hard road. I actually did it, but I did it because there was no jobs in 2009 and 2010. Um, so after I got laid off, um, being the last one in, the first one out, the young guy, uh, I went ahead and took a bet on myself. I always knew I wanted to do it, but I would just advise that you keep your job. You get some, you get a good uh, backlog of work going, and then you jump. And I would say, if you think you can double your income and profit based off the jobs that you have and the profit margin on those jobs, then you can jump in, get in there, and make sure that profit margin hits, and you should have a have a pretty good shot at it. I think that's fair. That's that. Yeah. I, we say the same thing. Like, don't quit your job until you're making at least one point five to two times as much at least. from your regular job yeah. to uh, you know offset. Because remember, guys, as an entrepreneur, that's gonna co- it's gonna cost you to be an entrepreneur to keep the business running, and you're investing yeah. what your own money. So you got to be making quite a bit more because one of the beauties of being employed is that you don't absorb a lot of the entrepreneurial costs to run the business. Yeah, or risk. You and, know, and people that have jobs can pay their bills. Yep. So while you're running a business, you got to pay your bills. Yep. So. so that's 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 uh, that's great advice there, because I because here, guys, we're not going to be one of these like, you know, podcasts that tell you quit your fucking job and become an entrepreneur. Fuck the man like all this other shit. Now, nah, you got to be intelligent about it. You know, you got to make that segue from uh, being, you know, a nine to fiver over to an entrepreneurial venture. You got to do that nice and smoothly so that it's a good transition. And typically it starts with you're working your regular job while simultaneously running your side hustle. And then slowly but surely, the side hustle makes more and more money. You grow it and grow and grow it with the stability of your job where you're taking the income from your, your main job and investing it into the business. And then you're able to kind of snowball that and then leave once you're in a good position where you got enough reserves, you got enough money saved, you're making enough money from your new job. And that's how you kind of set yourself up to transition over to entrepreneurship in a safe manner. And also sometimes it's about relationships because for example, my job, I left my job to do this full time. However, he said to me, basically in a nutshell, if you need to come back, you can't. You're welcome back because- Yeah, you don't want to burn bridges. Exactly. Don't burn bridges, bro. Yeah. So work your time, show some respect because they gave you a job at least. And if you need to leave, but don't leave that door closed. Yeah. Yeah, that's another good thing. Like, don't go in and be like, fuck y'all. And then just like leave. Like, you know, you never know, guys. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm chasing nothing in, in a cycle. All my six brothers are locked up and I just got bad news from the doc. What for what money, man? I went out. Maybe I can start over. You're not dead yet, bro. Yeah, yeah, you ain't dead yet, bro. Not there, bro. Uh, far quote: You can tell the size of a man by the size of his problems. That's very true, purple there you hills. Go. Justice. Facts. Uh, UX ten bucks. Thank you so much. UX again goes. Hey guys, twenty nine here, making two hundred twenty thousand dollars in tech. I feel like I'm behind the curve to hit a million. I want to get into real estate, but not sure where to start. Money Mondays. 
Money Mondays, man. Watch our real estate stuff. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Justin, as far as like getting into the... No, not at all. Deno in. You can start easy, bro. Like house hack your way in. Get it, you know, put three and a half percent down. Get into a, you know, a duplex, yeah, triplex, get, or fourplex yeah. to get your feet wet into real estate. That's the easiest way to get in. Or you make it 220K per year. You might have 20 to 25% to put down on an investment property straight up. There's a book called Set for Life that I recommend to everybody to get as a real estate um, beginner. It teaches you from A to, a to Z how to get your first property and keep going from there. And then, yeah, bro, just get one. Once you got one, you get multiple. The, the first house, guys, is the hardest. hardest. Yeah, hardest, yeah. By far. Because especially if you're going to go ahead and go the investor route, put that 20 to 25% down, it's going to take you a bit to save up that, you know, 20 to 100,000, depending on what type of house you're trying to purchase yeah. for that first property as an investor. So an easier way to do it is with that, you know, FHA loan. But I know some of y'all don't want to live in the property for a year. So that's that's the other way. Uh, Martin, I want to get into crime scene forensics. People tell me they get underpaid. What have you seen in your previous work in Texas? Uh, I'll tell you this, man. If you're going to work for the state, which more, more than likely is going to be what you're going to do for crime scene forensics, it, they don't get paid the most. It depends on the state. But every state you know, pays at different uh, levels. Uh, I have to ha have hip surgery. Can I still join the war room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can still join the war room. Of course you can. In fact, if you want to join the war room, send me a message on Instagram, code FF122. We actually owe some guys a uh, a stream We never call. forget about y'all. We didn't forget about you. And anybody that joins in the next 48 hours will also be on that stream with Myron and I um, answering all of your questions directly. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So hit me up on Instagram, jwaller7, code FNF122. Yes. Hit him up directly on Instagram, guys, if you want to go ahead and get into the war room and he'll give you everything that you need. Put an FF122 so he knows that you that y'all came from us so that we can get you into that Zoom call. We're going to do it this Sunday, actually, yep. is what it's going to be. Because uh, we didn't forget about y'all that from before. We just want to make sure that we get enough people so it's like a bigger Zoom call. Uh, Martin, I agree with you that having female friends is not is practically useless. <laughs> However, I have a female friend that I go to the club with, and she has gotten me a ton of girls the past few years. Would this be an exception to the rule? Yeah, so Patrick, you guys got to remember, when we give advice, we give it generally, right? There's always exceptions to the rule. Yeah. Are there girls out there that have utility that are great, wing women, etc.? For sure. But remember, we're dispensing advice to most guys. Yeah. Most guys get used by girls. Most guys give away free attention. Most guys sit there in the friend zone like an idiot thinking that it's acceptable. But if you're aware and you know what the hell's going on and she actually provides value, then yeah, for sure, bro. There's nothing wrong with having a female friend that actually helps you get laid. But let's be honest here. 90 plus percent of dudes that are in the friend zone with a chick are the ones providing all the utility and the chick ain't giving you nothing. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the issue. Most guys get finesse. So we say as a general rule of thumb, yo, don't have female friends. It's a waste of time most of the time. Uh, low promo fo. Do you guys think it's better to have an empire with your family and girlfriend? Everyone's together, and you have uh, live on a plot of land, or having your privacy and living alone away from family, but still, but still with your girlfriend and son. Uh, I don't advocate cohabitation, bro. Um, with with girls, uh, I I think it, it it opens up Pandora's box. The only way I could see it, maybe it's kind of your situation when you have a kid, but even then, I would have like another house that I can like, you know go to and be away from because bro co cohabitation causes issues a lot of times with with women i mean what are y'all thoughts on that um i completely agree with that I, and i think what really happens is the balance between the masculinity and the feminine you know you start to get soft man the girl's warm smells good next thing you know you're watching tv eating pizza bro so uh e even even if not about the other women so much is about your ability to stay on task yeah. so um that's in my opinion, if women are causing are calling for 70 percent of the divorces, it's mostly because the men have been around them too much and they start to balance out too much. And I think it's bad for the relationship. Yeah. I look at it as a, like a sinking ship. You're the captain. You're on this ship. But it's a hole and a huge leak. If you're living in a house with a woman over time, 
you're gonna, your, your ship is going to sink because it's like a hole that's just yeah. oozing water. That's, yeah, and that said, if if you have a, if you have a woman that's that's bared your children, then you owe to, you owe her the provision. Get her yeah. so get yeah. her a spot. Yeah, give her the funds to make that spot a home. Let that be your home when you come in, and love the kids. Be a great father. Uh, but be the superhero to your kids and your wife, man. And, yeah. and and a superhero is on a fucking mission. He's not coming home every day like a fucking chunk. Yep. So yeah, uh, have, have your own spot, bro. Because I'm telling you, man, familiarity breeds contempt. And the thing is, is that when you live with your girl, there's so many things that you 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 just lose leverage on. Yeah. You know, you're 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 a woman's imagination is your best friend as a man. You know, so when you're out there working or whatever, and she doesn't necessarily know everything you're up to, you become way more attractive. Yeah. You know, you both need space. It's, both, a, it's yeah. the mystery. It, yeah. It's the classic. He loves me, loves me not. Yep. So you, you have to game your wife, bro. Yep. So. That's that's just how it is. And that's the unfortunate thing, guys. That's how girls uh, like stay attracted. They need chaos, bro. It They're emotionally ends. driven. That's how they are. They're not like us. Men, we love Manani. We love the same shit over and over. We'll eat the same food for years on end. We'll get up and do the same shit day after day after day. Girls don't operate that yeah. way, bro. They need excitement. They need spontaneity. Yeah. They need yeah. uh, something different, you know? And if you're saying the same fucking boring guy doing the same boring shit, which to be honest, as a successful guy, you do have to do the same boring shit consistently over time. But not to her. Yeah, yeah but not, exactly. You, you need to either bring the suspense to her or she will bring the drama to you. Bam. Yeah, some guys look at a girl like, yeah, I got a girl. But the game doesn't end there. You got to continue quarter. Bro, that's just the beginning of the game. Yeah, it's yeah. the beginning, that's bro. Beginning, bro. Yeah. Yep. Never ends. You just started. Mm -hmm. uh, question about uh, builds and development uh, coming years. Increase or slow down? I mean, Daniel. I mean, Daniel, that's a good question. He's saying, uh, do they think people are going to develop and build more over the next few years? I think we'll find out uh, in the elections. Uh, I think that's happening tomorrow. So there you go. if it goes red tomorrow, I think open up the floodgates, baby. Let's build some shit. If it, if it goes blue, I think some people's asses are going to pucker up and it's going to slow down a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just want to personally congratulate you men for your one million success. I've been with these lads since December 2020, and it's crazy to see how much this channel has grown. Keep leading by example, gentlemen. Thank you so Frank much. Sonara. Frank Sonara. Shout, Shout out to you, bro. Foxtrot Fox Podcast. Uh, he covers um, World War II and uh, World War I uh, stuff on his podcast, guys, so check him out over there. Yep. Uh, 27 from North Dakota, foreman in the construction world. Refreshing to hear our state be mentioned on the pod. Been watching for a long time. Soon to enter the real estate game. Keep spreading the knowledge, fellas. Thank you, bro. Absolutely. Thank More. you for what you do, bro. Yes. Uh, and that's from Alex. And then Reptile Riff goes, Moonstone reference on point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then uh, low promo. What's up, FNF? Long story short, I got shares in Mexico and plan to sell next year. I'm getting around 400000 How can I get the money back in the States without having to lose too much of it, uh, taxes or a bank? Talk to a tough professional. No, it's... Yeah, you got to definitely yeah, bro. Talk Even to if I had an answer, it wouldn't be for me to answer on it. I ain't telling you this on air, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no, nigga. Uh, congrats on the one mil, guys, catching up with your work. Thanks, Zuhir. Appreciate Thanks, that. Uh, I'm being offered acceptance to what... I think it means wide receiver. War room. Or war room. Okay. With a uh, down payment, but I'm about to pull the trigger on two assets that generate income. I, I want in bad, but my personal strategy has to come first and acquire these assets. Be there soon. Okay. Open mind, daily grind. Uh, Mr. Waller, I'm 22 years old, living in Houston, Texas. I'm an assistant project manager for a sub contractor and I want to climb the ranks, learn as much as I can and eventually start my own company. What advice do you have? Shout out to FNF. Yeah. So uh, 
I don't know what role assistant project manager. That's great, man. See what you can do to be a part of the estimating or understand the estimating in every way. How do they get to the man hours? How do they get to the profit margin? What are they doing with the equipment companies? What kind of deals are you making with hotels? Are you guys going out of town? Are you paying per diem? What's your composite hourly rate? Now, composite hourly rate is where you take the breakdown of all the men's raw rate, and then you look at what they do phase by phase because there's different workmen's comp codes. So for us, for example, we pay 45 on 100 to hang steel. Mm-hmm. But the sheet walls, we pay 16 on 100 for mm-hmm. insurance. So if I pay a man, let's say $1,000 and he hangs still all week, I got to pay $450 of insurance, mm. right? So I need to understand the average of all those numbers to come up with the the cost of insurance just for the man hours I have for hang still, sheet walls, roofing. Roofing's also up there in the 40s on 100 because it's very dangerous. You, know, you can die putting a roof on because there's not a roof there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So understand the ins and outs of the insurance game, understand the general liability, understand the estimating, and then really understand the systems in the field if you want to follow that trade. Create processes to make sure that the problems that you're seeing at the company now that you're working for don't happen to you when you go there, if you can estimate, understand where you are between the entrepreneur, manager, and the technician, and you understand that and pick up a little bit of uh, accounting knowledge and understand how to recruit men and get work, then I think you're off to a good start, my friend. Just pay attention to it and act like you're the business owner. Ask those types of questions and understand the field, and I think you'll be on your way. Fantastic. Justin, giving a lot of sauce with the fire. What can I find you, brother? You can find me on Instagram, jwaller7. If you want to join the War Room, message me there, jwaller7. And today the code would be FNF122. We're going to do a great uh, meeting with you guys Don't through call. Zoom this Sunday. The guys from last time and this time. So no, do we it. didn't forget y'all. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you got your Myron. emails and your stuff. Yeah, you Dude. and Myron, right? Yep, that's right. Me yeah. and Myron. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do it in the next 24 hours. After the show tonight, I'm going to be answering. So I'm staying up all night. Mm to uh, get these things answered, to get you guys in there. I'm doing everything I can to make the smooth transition. You can also find me on YouTube, Jay Waller. I'm right under 100. I think I'm at like 85 right now, so I'd really appreciate it. Get me to 100, man. I need a plaque so I can be like uh, Walt. <laughs> there you so, go, we got, so we need Justin to 100K, yep. and then Myron. Yep. I'm 1,000 away, yep. It's nice. simple. Yeah, Get us in this week, y'all. Yes. Video ends. Go to their channels. Subscribe. That's yeah, it. Fed yeah, Fed 1811 and uh, Justin Waller. Just search them. You're going to see him right there. He's tagged. I think it's actually yeah. all Justin's links are below in the description, man. Yeah. So yeah. go subscribe. And then you have a you have a vlog channel too, right? Or is that one up in? It's, it's in the works, man. It's okay. in the works. It's we'll see. Coming we'll soon. see. It's an editing thing. Coming so. soon. Very, very soon. Uh, but yeah, guys, we'll be back here. With, uh, so the ladies are here. We'll be back with after hours here in a little bit. Do we, oh, chats real quick. Okay. Yeah, just Good, one. The last one. Okay. Good evening, uh, GS. Justin, I don't want to miss out on the war room. I've been to hell and back. Only 20K left to my name. Do you recommend I pull the trigger and put the 25K now down now? Or should I hold off and play safe? Salam, y'all. WFNF. Hit him up on Instagram. Yeah. Hit me up on Instagram. But short answer is yes. It's the best decision you'll ever make. And last one. Uh, low, pro, uh, low promo mo- mofo. Okay, let's just hypothetically say you got money uh, like around 300K to start investing and you got a family as a businessman. What's your first move? And as a new new family man, what's your first move as well for that? I'd spend money to educate myself to make sure I didn't waste that 300K on a property that doesn't cash flow. Boom. There you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, man. It, it invest all comes, in yourself, bro. Invest in yourself, my friend. You can never go wrong there. Uh, all right, guys. We'll be back. Uh, what? Uh, 945. 9.45. Cool. We'll be back in an hour, guys, with some lovely ladies for after hours. He's Justin Waller. Check him out. All the links are below. We'll catch you guys in a little bit. Peace. Peace.